Good afternoon and good evening, wherever you may be listening. Thank you very much for tuning in to all you listening now. I'm your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. I've had a very interesting week, and depending on where in the country, you probably have as well. So this isn't going to be a topic on my show, but as some of y'all may know, I'm in the great state of Texas and Mother Nature has decided to make her way down here. And we are currently under a winter storm advisory where basically has dumped a lot of snow in our state and it has made things quite cumbersome for many of us. Um, There's a lot of people here without power, unable to get through to certain stores and to get certain resources. And obviously, you know, without having power, of course, they don't have any heat. So certainly, if you're listening to the show, just asking all my viewers, you know, to just keep families in their thoughts and their prayers because um, we certainly need it. And hopefully... We're through the worst of it and we will obviously get through it. But just wanted to add that to the top of the show. It has been interesting. I've been blessed and fortunate, but um, a lot of people haven't. So certainly keep those people in your thoughts and your prayers. Transitioning to this. So to start the show, I have a couple of interesting topics that I want to bring up. New segment in the show. Hope you all enjoy that. But to start off. This past Sunday, Valentine's Day passed not too long ago, and I'm going to be completely honest right out the gate about this holiday. I really can't stand this holiday. I mean, I really cannot stand it for several reasons. I don't care what anybody has to say about this holiday. I know some people love it and they wait for it once a year. But look, in my opinion, this was a holiday that was made by women for women to be able to have their significant others buy them things to really show them just how much you truly like and or love them. It is one of the biggest finesse games that has ever been played since it was first instituted back in 96 AD. Now, having said all that, all of my listeners know that I'm in a very, very loving relationship. And just in case y'all are wondering, yes, my lovely lady knows just how I feel about this quote unquote holiday. Now, I'm sure many of y'all might be thinking that a man, I can't believe it must be nice to have a lady who does not care about stuff like that. Well, let me tell you, if that's what you thought, you're completely wrong. Uh, She actually loves that kind of stuff. And in spite of my view, I haven't been able to get away with it. Uh, When we got together early on, I was broke. Um, Ain't ain't ashamed to say it. It's okay. You know, if if you broke when you get with somebody, it's okay. You know, know, it's okay. We're getting better. That's all that matters. But there was only so many times that, you know, I could play the um, broke card to get away with not actually buying or doing things on that holiday. When you're in, and it got me to thinking, when you're in a relationship, there are just some things that you have to be willing to compromise with in order to make the relationship work. I'm not talking, when I say compromise, right? I'm not talking about compromising your things you define as your core principles. Just some minor things that had it been just you, you would have never done. 
Now, as a guy, a relationship, I wanted to get my perspective on some of these compromising things that we have to do. And all my fellas listening and even the ladies out there will know that what I'm about to point out, yeah, I know I ain't lying about. So in no particular order, let's get into some of these compromising things that you have to do when you're in a relationship. First thing, your side of the bed, if you, of course, if you live with your uh, significant other, your side of the bed is whatever side of the bed is left. And that goes on them pillows too. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you was single, hey, you like to sleep straight down the middle. You like to sleep calicorn in the bed from corner to corner. When you give it that significant other, you may have had a favorite pillow. Now you just end up sleeping with whatever pillow you get. You just thankful to have a pillow. Hey, if you normally like sleeping on one side of the bed, well, guess what? You might have to compromise to just sleep on the side of the bed that's left. And it's okay because look, as long as you sleeping, as long as you got a pillow to lay your head on, Hey, it's just a small price to pay for the person that you love. So the second, the second thing is you will eat whatever you decide in most cases. Now think about this. How many times, fellas, have we asked our ladies, what do you want to eat at? Only to be told, I don't know. Right. And then, you know, we've even gotten some of us, you know, have gotten a little hip to it. Well, we'll just be like, well, what were you thinking about eating? Right. To try to pose a question to try to get them to just throw an idea out there. Right. Only to still have to pick where you're going to eat it. Well, again, just another small price to pay for the person you love. So most cases you have to decide where y'all going to eat it. The next thing, some of your T-shirts are going to be hers. Go and get ready to get them up, player. Now, look, I'm not saying you have to give up your favorite favorite shirt. I got some shirts that are my favorites, right, that I have, and I haven't had to get those up. But some of them t-shirts are going to turn into nightgowns. They just are. Just be ready for it. It's okay. Just to give y'all some advice, some of the shirts that you know you probably don't, you know, that you just have sitting there anyway, off of those as a gift. Trust me, it might actually make you look like you actually are trying to invite her to wear your stuff. Because look, some women actually like that sort of thing, right? You know, I'm wearing my man's shirt, all that stuff. It's okay. Go ahead and do it. Small price to pay for the person you love. Oh, this is another thing, right? This is another thing right here. By the way, the decor if you live if you live with your significant other, your decorations in your house will not always be the ones you want. Now, actually, this right here is actually a hell of a compromise. Because let's be honest, fellas. A lot of us from a decor decorating you know, making a home beautiful. Some of us don't have all those skills, okay? I mean, we just don't. Let's be honest. Let's go ahead. We ain't got a high cap. Look here. You got a picture of smoking dogs on your wall. Come on, man. You already know that, ain't, that, that that's not cool. You, you, I mean, that's something that clearly we're going to do as a man. We're going to have all this stuff. We're going to have sports memorabilia hanging up. We're going to have neon light signs hanging up, stuff like that. But then, you know, then the significant other, your spouse comes in and they just pretty it up. You know, they just make it feel more like a home, a compromise that look, if you were, if, if, if you were single, you ain't finna sit there and do none of that. You may not have no Glade plugins in your wall. You may not actually have, you know, things to uh, match your accent wall. If you don't know what accent wall is and you go look it up. But yeah, yeah. Another small thing to compromise. Next thing that comes to mind. You're going to get asked to get something for her after you've gotten in a good, 
and comfortable position, whether it's in the bed, on the sofa, or on your favorite chair. Just get ready for it, fellas. You know, you get ready to sit down at nighttime. You getting ready to sleep. You say, it's not good. Oh, God. Oh, it's been a long day. Hey, babe, can you go get this for me? Oh, okay. Now you got to go, go, go get it. Hey, look. It's going to happen, fellas. I'm telling you right now. You may be some of y'all probably thinking, man, I ain't going to do none of this shit. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. If, again, you actually want to be in a relationship. I'm just trying to help y'all out and point out some things that you're going to have to compromise. And this is one of them. Just get ready for it. Not saying this is going to happen all the time, but trust me, you're going to be good and comfortable and bam, you're going to have to do it. What it is, again, another small price to pay for the person you like and or love. Next thing that comes to mind, when you order your food, go ahead and get a large because she's going to get some of that. She getting some. Look here. I know some fellas out there, man, ain't sharing none of my food. Uh-huh. See, here's, here's, see, here's what y'all don't understand. See, women are quite cunning with this, okay? They're cunning. So you thinking, I ain't going to give her none, right? Okay. So in your mind, you think, I'm not going to give her half my burger or half my fries. But what they'll do, hey, man, let me, let me get a cup of them fries. So you give her two, three fries, right? And you think, oh, that ain't nothing, right? Or, hey, man, I want to taste a piece of that burger. How is it? I want to taste a piece of whatever it is, right? You give them a little piece of it, and you're thinking, nah, I still got the majority. But see, you missed the point, though. They still got some, though. And if you would have had, go ahead and gotten the large to go ahead and count their portion into it, you would have been good. Now you're sitting there. Maybe you're not as full as you could have been because you had to give us some of that food. Look, it's going to happen. Just go ahead and get the large. Just all right. It'll do, it'll do you and her some good. Next thing that comes to mind. Your side of the closet will be what's left. Look, it's no secret, okay? Now, you know, we got we like to dress. You know, we like to have our outfits and stuff and our shoes and watches and, you know, all type of shirts. You know, if you're in the wearing suits or just whatever it is. Right? You know you know how we do. But when it comes to that closet space, whatever's left, you will get. And sometimes you might have to, you know, get the additional closet in the guest bedroom or in the front. Coat closet will be your closet. But that's okay. It's just another small price to pay for the person you like or love. Next thing that comes to mind, when you're both in the car, whether it be your car or her car, and you need gas, you pump it. Even if it don't matter who car it is, you pump it. It don't matter what the weather conditions is, you pump it. Hell, in some cases, unless you sick as a dog, you pumping because if you you can't be that sick and you're in the car riding or driving, so you pump it. Now, again, I don't have a problem with this one because, again, as a gentleman, um, th that's just some of the things that I actually personally will want to do. And I do right now. I have no problem with that. But I'm just letting all you single guys know if you're riding with your lady, no matter who car it is, you're pumping the gas. That's something you should do anyway as a gentleman. Next thing that comes to mind, when you're going to have to tell the truth in the most gracious way possible. Now, here's what I mean by that. What do you mean by that, Johnny? I'm going to tell you. You will get asked questions that, that are loaded, that you know, whew, if I answer this question a certain way, this could blow up really, really bad. You know, the one that always comes to mind is, does this make me look fat? If you're a honest, truth-telling person like myself, you know, you may answer that question, you know, as truthfully as possible. Now, again, obviously, you don't want to get into the territory of lying to your spouse. You don't want to do that. That's not good. 
But when you get asked these questions, before you answer, take the, I call it the Barack Obama approach. Pause for a second. Go back and look at the tape of Obama. Y'all remember his speech. When he was doing interviews, he would pause for a second. Then he would respond. Or he'll use some filler words like, uh, or um, or and, or something like that to give himself time to process it. When you're in a relationship, go ahead and get ready. You're going to have to incorporate that skill if you don't already have it. Because if you think when your lady asks you, does this make me look fat? And you don't give a response. Trust me, your non-response is more than enough of a response than what she needs. You gonna automatically say, "Oh, you think I'm, oh, you think I'm big?" Or if you just flat out answer, "Yeah, yeah, that make you look fat," then you just in for a fight. So just go ahead and get used to incorporating that, as I call Obama skill, to your repertoire. And trust me, it'll help you out a lot. Just another small price to pay for the person. You like a look. Next thing that comes to mind, she might never go through your phone, but she gonna want to know that password. I'm gonna tell you right now. Whatever device you have, whether it's a phone, tablet, the people still have tablets, I guess iPads, computer, whatever it is, show might never go through it. My lady, I I gonna give her this problem. She don't, she don't go through my stuff. She don't do all that, but she know them passwords though. I guarantee you, if you think you're going to have your devices and they're going to be secure to the point of she don't know them passwords. Oh no, she's going to get them passwords about your player. Just go ahead and get ready to give it to her. It's okay. It don't mean she's going to go through your stuff. Now granted, yes, there are some jealous women who do all that, but that's another story and another topic for another day. But if you have passwords, Again, when you get to that serious part, I'm t- this right here is more for the serious part. Not when you first meet her and all that. But once you get serious about it, go and get ready to give them passwords. It's okay. Doesn't mean she's going to go through your stuff, but you know, you just gonna have, you're just going to have to give it to her. One way or the other. Say, my favorite one with it is, oh, let me use your phone. Right? And then it's like, oh, let me look up something for your phone. Oh, okay. And then if you get it, by the way, and you're going to put that password in and then you hand it to her, oh, that's a problem. That's a problem. So, or, or you know, now there's thumbprint technology, you know, there's eye technology and all this stuff around the phone. So, so if she asks for that, you go put it in and do it. Try to tell you right now, it's going to be, oh, you don't trust me. Trust me. The conversation is a coming. So to avoid it, just go and give the password. It's okay. You're going to be all right. I mean, again, we're not hiding anything, right, fellas? Right? We're not hiding nothing, right? I mean, we are in a relationship, you know, and unless you got some other things going, I mean, it should be fine, right? Yeah, it should be fine. So, yeah, just give a good pat. It's okay. Go and do that. The last thing that comes to mind, last thing that comes to mind when you are in a relationship, some things you have to compromise is if you have women friends, you come into a relationship with women friends, you want to go ahead and let them know who they are and set them ground rules and make sure they understood. So, gonna give y'all a pro tip. I'm gonna give y'all a pro tip on this. I have women friends, right? Some of them I had prior to my relationship. Some of them I have gained after. The one thing that I have done from the start is make sure that I set some, as I call them, understood ground rules. So that way, my lady that I'm with knows what's happening and my lady friends know what's happening. We all on the same page. They all know, hey, after a certain time of the night, 
You can't call or text me. And if you if you if you do it, it better be an emergency. And if it's an emergency, why didn't you call 911? Because they're going to get that before me anyway. So, you know, stuff like that. Setting dumb rules and being consistent with it. Again, fellas, if you're going to when you set these rules, you have to be consistent. Because if you don't trust me, your lady will be quick to call you out on it. I'm talking about in quickness. Hey, man, you said this. Why are you doing this? For example, another thing, it's just a compromise. But, you know, you had women friends coming in, right? You good friend with y'all. Hey, y'all, tight, right? And you used to hang out with them and stuff on your own. When you relationship, fellas, don't go do that. Don't, don't go do that without your lady. Don't do that. Look, I, I, I get it. I get it. I, I, I get the whole, well, you know, you should just trust me. They've been here before you, you know, all that. But you, you're just asking for trouble. Hell. If you want to do that, I mean, take your woman with you. I mean, you can just take it with you, right? I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it. And I guarantee you, um, your uh, female friends will actually understand. They trust me, they'll understand. The ones I have, they're quite intelligent that way. They understand. They they know when I was telling them, hey, they understood. Because they said, had I been in your shoes, then hey, I want the same thing. So, hey, just go ahead, know that. From the jump, if you have woman friends coming into a relationship, or if you go, especially if you're going to get something afterwards, go ahead and set them ground rules. Make sure they understood on both sides. And trust me, you do that, you will be fine. All right. So let's try. <laughs> oh, man. I want, to trans- I want to transition to this. So I know I have yet to talk about the NBA at all. Now, it's not because I do not like the NBA. Truth be told, y'all, I actually tried out for the league a few times. Didn't make it, by the way. But anyway, so I do have a found love for the NBA. But, you know, when football season is out, football is king. Only have, you know, a weekly show, so couldn't really tie them off in there. But now that football is over with, let's actually talk a little bit about the NBA. So, if anybody has been following... So we all know last year, right? The Lakers won the title. You know, they came back in the bubble, won the title. LeBron James got his fourth. Good for him. Oh, case in point, for no reason at all, just the FYI's disclaimer, I completely and utterly hate the Lakers. Matter of fact, I have a nickname for them called the Purple Puke. So if you happen to be a Lakers fan listening to my show, please keep listening to the show. But just know, hate your team. Now, that doesn't mean some of the players. Like, I love Magic. I love, you know, Kareem, James Worthy, um, Byron Scott. You know, obviously Kobe Shaq, clearly, right? So, yeah, I, trust me, I love some of the Lakers players, just not the team. Having said that, coming into this year, people, a lot of people were picking on the repeat, right? They actually, you know, upgraded their team a little bit, but... When you look at the landscape of the NBA this year, I actually see a couple of teams who can actually contend for a title, not name the Lakers. Out West, of course, obviously, we already know about the Clippers, right? The team that's in the basement. They got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. You know, they added Ty Lewis, the coach. So I do like that team, they actually, from a defensive standpoint, when all those guys are on the floor, their defense is actually really good. So obviously they're a title contender. Another team that's actually playing, I mean, outstanding this year and 
right now is the number one seed, not only in the West, but all of the NBA, is another team that I hate, which is the Utah Jazz. Now, Again, I have nothing against the Utah Jazz players, and this does go all the way back, by the way, to Jerry Sal- when Jerry Salone was coaching the team. So, yeah, so this is years of hate. This isn't no new hate. This is years of hate. Having said that, Utah Jazz actually have a very, very good team, and they have, I think they have six guys on their team averaging double figures. Uh, we already know about um, Donovan Mitchell, who, you know, again, I love the kid's game. He's very explosive. He gives it to you every night. Of course, you have Rudy Gobert, who has been, I think he's won the defensive player of the year twice. And I mean, he's been in the running for it every year. He's been in the league. The dude is just that good of a rim defender. Doesn't have much of an offensive game, but his defensive prowess and rebounding is best in the league, you can argue. Mike Conley on that team, Joe Ingles. I like that team a lot. I think they're a contender. Those are my two out west. I know you have some other teams who are playing well, right? Like, obviously, the surprising Phoenix Suns, you know, they added Chris Paul to that team. And with Devin Booker and Andre and DeAndre Aiden, I believe his name is, I mean, they're playing well. But, I mean, again, I don't really think they're a serious contender. Those are my three out west that I'm actually looking at. As far as the East goes, Philly, you know, they added Doc Rivers as a coach. And they're playing extremely well. Joel Embiid, by the way, who currently right now, if the season ended, I know a lot of people will give the MVP to LeBron. And I'm not saying LeBron wouldn't be deserving, but I would actually have to give mine to Joel Embiid because he's been playing out of his mind this year. I don't even want to say it's out of his mind. I just think he's been playing up to the potential that a lot of people felt that he had that in a lot of cases he hasn't he hasn't actually played with. So I'm liking him. Ben Simmons still can't shoot. And look, I'm not saying he has to become a prolific shooter. I'm not even saying he has to become a great shooter. I, I just think he just needs to be able to make the defense respect his shooting game. Having said that, even without him still really shooting the ball, the Philadelphia 76ers are still the number one team in the East, anyway, followed by the Brooklyn Nets, who, in my mind, those are the only really two teams. I well, I guess you want to throw Milwaukee. I get it. I mean, Giannis is there, and but I mean, Giannis. Though I, I do see, I do see little improvements in his game. Like right, he's added a turnaround jumper to his game. He tries to now take the ball more off the dribble and pull up and shoot. Like I'm liking his progression, but he still currently can't do that um, on a regular basis. So I like Milwaukee, but I don't think they're a title contender. Really, there's just two out of the East. It's Philadelphia and it's the Brooklyn Nets. And to me, the Brooklyn Nets, if healthy, and if they can get respectable on defense, because right now their defense this year has been trash. I think they're ranked like 25th in the entire league overall for defense, which is terrible. So I'm not saying the Brooklyn Nets have have to, again, become a powerhouse. But if they can actually hold teams to under, a hundred, you know, about 110 points a game, right now they give up 118 points a game. Now, granted, they're scoring, you know, plus 120. They were basically 122 points a game, which I believe is tops in the league. So they score a lot of points. But, man, you're not going to really – it's going to be hard to win a title when you can't stop a team. But I, I still like the Nets. And for me, those are my really my two teams in the East. The other teams, I mean, Boston this year 
has been underwhelming uh, with their team. That that was my other dark horse team. I don't really not like them. I don't really see another team other than that. So yeah, those are my two. So those are my five teams really to watch from a type of perspective. Again, this is still an early year. They haven't even made it to the all-star break. So we'll see if, you know, some things shake up a change after that. I doubt it, though. I just think Brooklyn actually is probably going to take off after the all-star break. And it's going to be very, very hard to deal with. All right. So now for my new segment I'm adding to the show. And I entitled it, What the Hell Did You Just Say? The reason why... I named it this is because this is going to be for anybody who, whether I'm on social media or I'm listening to a podcast or I'm reading a book or just any article, blog, whatever, and something is said that is just completely asinine that will make you actually stop and say, what the hell did you just say? And my today, what the hell did you just say? came from a post I saw on social media where this young lady, I won't say her name, of course, but she actually pointed out that men who date short women date short women because they see them as little girls and basically trying to equate that they're the equivalent of a pedophile. Now, first and foremost, what? You know, last I checked, most people who registered who can't live by schools, they are registered that way because they actually mess with young girls. Like their sick mindset causes them to do that. I have yet to see a pedophile date a short woman because she reminds me of a little girl. The fact that she actually, and meant it by the way, because she posted it, <laughs> meant to say that a tall man or a man, period, who dates a woman shorter than him is only doing it for that reason is the most as a nine, as a 10, as a 1000 dumbest thing that I have read all week. And for that, you get my, what the hell did you just say? All right, ladies and gents. Man, the time just flies, doesn't it, when you're having fun? But I want to thank all of you all for tuning in to today's show. If, again, you enjoy the show, like the content, hey, share the show with your friends. You can listen to me anywhere podcasts are being played. I'll talk to you all next week. Peace.